0: To give up for anything
1: God God bless you. Truly we thank the Lord for being here this day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you at this time to share a word with you. At this time let us pray Father in the name of Jesus the Christ we thank you, we praise you We truly honor you. We thank you for all that you are doing, all that you are going to do. Most of all, Father, we thank you for this opportunity to speak a word concerning you. And God, I ask you to deal with my heart, that I speak nothing to glorify self, but to speak according to your word, that you may go forth, that in their lives and transform their lives in these last and evil days. We thank you, we praise you, I honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well praise God, praise the Lord. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. We thank God for this opportunity to be able to share a word with his peoples, amen, and those that will be his people. We thank God for you. It's not by accident that those of you that was uh, searching the radio uh, channel and you came on this. It's God's will, God's way to bring you to repentance, not according to Brother Ware. No, 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 not according to, Anyone except you and God, you're living in this time in these days that we are seeing more entertainment than we ever seen before. And I believe in this time that truly we should be seeking God's face. Amen. Amen. I think I believe that. Now, to those of you that believe that you are doing it, Seeking God's way, God's will, and you're saying, "Well, brother, where are I? I'm doing it, okay. Well, good and fine. Keep doing it, because people in this day and time don't want to hear the gospel. I mean, it's very seldom that you can catch a preacher preaching about the gospel. They give these feel—I call them feel-good messages." You blessed, you going to be blessed, you just around your blessing just around the corner. Amen. And if you're going through a little something, they will say well, uh, you just got to have more faith. No, no. If you plant a plant, believers, that plant have to have sunshine, rain, and if it don't get sunshine and rain at if it can eliminate one or the other. I promise you that plant won't grow. So that's the way we are in Christ. We have to have the sunshine. Certain days, man, look like everything going right. But then certain days, you're saying, well, wait a minute, what happened? No, I don't sell people's on a bill of good that everything gonna be hunky-dory, happy, good time uh, all the time. No, no, no. You are a child of the king. Those of you that truly have repented, Jesus said, "If they did it to me, what would they do to a dry tree?" Other words, we ain't near about teaching the gospel and healing the peoples and doing the work and the miracles that Jesus did. Amen. we we, we go in this phony society, being phony in certain areas. But I want you to know, believers. It's time for us to get real. What you mean by getting real, Brother Ware? I'm already real. Okay, well, guess what? Not to say that we counting souls, because you can't, you, you can't change nobody's life. But you can play a part in changing their life. You can play a part in it that's saying, okay, uh, I want you to know Christ will be your answer. He will transform your life. He will do the things that uh, you need done. First and foremost, we don't even know what we want apart from Christ. We really don't. We don't know what we want apart from Christ. You know why? Because we are in that era, we are in that time frame that we are going to Uh, look for a sign, you know. Look for, God, you you got to do this for me. You got to do that for me. Now, mind you, the Lord will bless you. I don't want nobody to say, well, brother, we're teaching that uh, you shouldn't look for God. to do." No, no. Your breath in your body is given to you by God as long as you are alive. And once and once you are not alive, then the breath goes back to God that give it, but you become that dead soul, and they plant you somewhere, or they put your ashes somewhere. Whatever they do, you still gonna have to wait to the judgment day. And once you, once judgment day come, then you will be resurrected, Amen. And once you be resurrected, you either gonna be resurrected unto life. Or unto damnation, that's what the Bible teaches. Isn't it's not this uh, holy uh, this uh, you get uh, you die and they can pray and they can get you in heaven or in hell. No, you go into the lake if you're not right with Christ. And what makes you right with Christ if you have received Him, Lord of your life? And most of people, they they say, well, I, I go to church, I do this, and I, I do that, but but have you made him Lord over your life? I think I said it on last week. Uh, I was able to go back to the fellowship that I got saved at, amen, and I, uh, I got called into the ministry at the church, at that particular church. Well, the pastor, he's, he's there now. He, uh, he was a bishop over the, where well, he still is the bishop over, but his wife said he's a little seer now or whatever, so that's why he had to stop preaching because he kept preaching the same thing. But nevertheless, I thank God. Now, mind you, I didn't go back there to judge them to say, Oh, the, y'all need to be doing this. Y'all need to be doing I, that. Was my reason for going, and the reason that the reason for us going. I was celebrating uh, within myself 47 years in the ministry. So I thank God that He put up with me and allowed me to be ministering the gospel because certain things. That I did, or uh, said I should. He, if I was in charge, I'd been dismissed. You, brother, where? You You wouldn't even be uh, uh, able to say that you know me. Why? Because you have lived like you looking for things of yourself. You have lived like you want to be part of the world. You have lived like that you would spend. Hours and days uh, uh, trying to make money while you spend minutes with me. So that's where I went. If I was God, and I thank God that I'm not God, and I thank God that He had mercy upon me, and I thank God that He allowed me uh, to get in this world forty-seven years preaching the gospel uh but there are uh, what really took at my heart is so many times we are not trying to get people to be saved, no more. you hardly ever tell, hear somebody saying, "Are you saved? Uh, do you know Jesus as Lord of your life? Uh, uh, none of that. We're losing that believers. And because we're losing that, then what's going to happen, is we are going to be in the position that we just make a church call. What, what you mean church call, brother? Well? Making church call, that's all we are doing. Uh, well, we can get you to the church, and you can get on the membership, and you can do something in the church, Then you're all right with God. But I beg the difference with you because God has a way that's not according to man. A broken and a contrite heart, you must have to see God. It ain't what Brother Webb think. It ain't what nobody else think, but it's what God says. And the Bible say here in uh, Second Thessalonians, uh, it says uh, Second Thessalonians second chapter say, "Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of." Our Lord Jesus Christ, by the uh, gathering together unto him. Now, let me ask you something. When you go to church, and please don't turn your radio off and don't say I'm condemning people from going to church because I'm not. But when you go to church, what the reason that you go to church? Do you go to church? Because, see, if you're already saved, so you don't really need to hear the gospel, uh, it's okay, but that's not a uh, what what I want to say. That's not a preference that you should do. You should be going for a purpose, to be a blessing to someone or to receive a blessing. Now, what you mean to be a blessing to someone You got people that come there and you know the Spirit of God and open up your eyes to let you know that those peoples are not converted. How you say that, Brother Webb? See, the Bible say judge a righteous judge. So therefore, a righteous judge, if you're judging them according to the Bible that you know. The Bible said come out from among the world and be ye separate. Uh, I had a young man Uh, a couple of weeks ago, he was about drunk, and he would say, oh, I'm a Christian. I said, well, what makes you Christian? Because I do Christian things. No, no, because uh, if you did uh, Christian things, as you call it, I don't think you would be uh, intoxicated. He said, well, I'm not intoxicated. I just had a couple of drinks. But that Jesus drunk wine and, and, and he said, "Told uh, Paul told Timothy, I believe that you, you know the scripture, brother, where uh, he told Timothy, take a little wine for the stomach's sake. So how you know I don't have a stomach ache? And I said, well, bruh, whatever. But I just know that the Bible says sweet water and bitter water can come from the same fountain. And if you're producing bitter water, then guess what, my brother? You are not part of the body of Christ. Well, who are you to judge? Oh, no, sir, I'm not judging. I'm just only saying, the Bible say I shall know them by the fruit. So if I see an apple tree, I'm going to know it's apple because what? Apples is hanging off the tree. And if I say it's, uh, it's an orange tree, I I don't go to that orange tree looking for uh, apples on it. I go to the orange tree looking for the orange tree. So what you doing? It is producing ungodly and and uh, satanic form. Well, you, well, you can't judge me. That what that Bible says, Oh no, brother! Again, you're not right. <laughs> it it says. If I judge you, I shall be judged with the same judgment from, it may not be you, but from somebody else. So if I'm not in line to judge a person, I have no business trying to judge anyone. But I know them by the fruit. But anyway, let me me get back to this, where I was going. And it says... uh, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or troubled. Oh, wait a minute now. What you mean, do not shaken in mind? Because, see, people come with a new idea, a new thing. They say you ain't blessed because you ain't got what you, you ain't of God because you don't have what you should have. But wait a minute, where in the Bible said that God, going to do this and do that for you. I I haven't read it. Okay? If I haven't read it, uh, then I need you to show it to me. Because when we go and we expecting things, you know what? Well, let me go and read this and then I'll come back to what I was going to say. Uh, it says, and, and uh, ye be not sown, shaken in mind nor troubled in neither by spirit or by words do you by the word think about that don't be troubled in your spirit don't be troubled in your mind neither by spirit why because people are not grabbing hold to the gospel anymore we grabbing hope to It And it ain't no such thing, but that's what I'm saying. We're grabbing hope to make ourselves feel good, make ourselves feel uh, better uh, towards Christ. Because, you know, well, let me finish reading this verse. He said, not by words, not by letter, for us as that day, of Christ is at hand. Believers, if it never was, I can assure you the day of the Lord is at hand. Why? Because Brother we're saying it no. You look around. You look around and all the things you see and, and just look back in the uh sixties and fifties how how we have progressed in Every area except serving the Lord, and we got more stuff to serve the Lord. We uh, back then you just probably had a, a AM radio station, and you Sunday morning they would play a few preachers, and but now you can call uh, 24 hours and go on the computer and listen this person. Listen at that person. You can do whatever you so desire. Why? Because of the fact that we are in that day, believers. We are in that day, and we are falling far away from Christ. We are not even, uh, even ministers used to dress. But now they go and they dress casual. They say, well, it ain't in my clothes. Well, you're right. It's not in your clothes. But at the same time, would you wear that if you was going to see the governor or if you was going to see the president? Would you, would you do what you're doing if the uh, governor was around or if the president was around? You wouldn't do certain things. So we give them. Look, look how it works when you go in the courtroom right now any courtroom, whether it's traffic court or whatever court, you go in there, you turn your phones off, and you listen. You can't be talking, and they see you talking. They're gonna put you out. Why? Because they got certain code. When the uh, when the judge come in, you do what? You stand, giving him reverence of his position. Now. Whether he bad or whether he an unjust judge or whether he a just judge, it doesn't matter. And, and what I mean by a just judge, uh, because you done broke the law, he's going to make sure uh, whoever break the law is going to be served. Amen. Going to pay for the consequences. But because the day of the Lord is at hand, believers, we're seeing all kind of stuff from the president on down to the city council in your area. We're corrupt peoples uh, uh, doing this and doing that, and, and we see seeing the church getting more worldly. Now, the average church, I, I, I'm i not going to tell you what church, but you go to the average church and y'all be sincere uh, when the choir's up might be sincere then uh you might sing along with them and that's no problem but then what about when the preacher preached and you decided that I I I, I don't stay quiet long enough he stayed up there 30 minutes ever how long he stayed but then we would get out Hey girl, you're looking good today. Hey, guy, Hey man, I ain't seen you in a while. It's no reverence. We don't lost the reverence of God. We have lost it right in the church. We ain't talking about on the outside of the church. We're talking about in the church building that we have decided to dedicate that uh building for the use of hearing the word, growing people's in the gospel. That's what they set it aside for. But long as the people's giving them uh, a few dollars and they excited about it, they ain't going to change nothing. Why? Because of the fact now some of the large churches, they don't even mingle with the people. So uh, they preach and go off the stage and. Uh, that's what it is. There ain't no pull-up. They Go off the stage, and then they let somebody else take over. They're going to sing a song, whatever they're going to do. But here's what I'm trying to get to, what I'm saying, believers. We act as though there is no reverence in that building. We go to God just like no reverence. We don't have the fear of God anymore. We're losing the fear of God because... Uh, I don't think you should be wearing that. I don't think you should be doing that. I don't think so. We have made up our own rules and regulation. We have got it down to what we believe and what we feel is right or wrong, regardless of what the Scripture says, regardless of what the, what the Bible teaches you, uh, that you must present your body a living sacrifice. What you mean a living sacrifice? What God I'm I'm killing my desires and I'm taking on his desires. And most of you, if you know that Jesus was coming, you know what you'll do, you would not wear what you got wore to church last week. Know why? Because you in the position that you feel I don't want to be this. I don't want to see that. But now you want to be looking good for the man or for the woman uh, that's in the fellowship. You want them to say, well, you looking nice today. you looking this? You're not worrying about what God says. Very few people, I know it's a few, they pray, Lord, what would you have me to wear? Yeah, they pray. What would you have me to put on? Cause I don't want to be a hindrance to somebody. No, no, no. I want to be one that I'm winning souls. So the Bible says that uh, let no man uh, listen. Now it ain't what Brother Wells saying. He said let no man deceive you any any mean by any mean. They come up with stuff in the church. I know some churches that they, they, they just don't care about the Bible, other than put picking out a verse and the preacher telling you about having faith. That's all I can see. But guess what? They're going to have to give an account for God, because God's showing them when when babes when when sinners come in there, they are not getting converted. And then if they is getting converted, they they live in a regular life because the life uh, goes along with what they are teaching. So if the life goes along with what they're teaching, then the head of the church is messed up. And if the head of the church is messed up, then God cannot save anyone because you're glorifying self and still glorifying the Lord. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it just ain't no way that these people expect for God to bring forth a deliverance. People ain't getting delivered. You can say what you want. Let's stop taking medicine and say, God, heal me and so I don't need no medicine uh, 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 stop uh, doing this or doing that. People they read the Bible but they still do what they want to do. Why? Because the devil has set up people, and some of you know, you know that the the pastor ain't living up to what he's supposed to be. Why? Because you know his life, but yet you'll say, well, I'm just going to do what I'm supposed to do, and I'm I'm going to pray for him and lead that up to God. And so many souls is being messed up. I'm telling you, I'm telling you so many souls. I'm going to come back after the uh, break and I'll finish the scripture. uh, 2 Thessalonians the second chapter and I got on to the third verse. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Well, we're back. We're back. I'm not in the station uh, today. I pre-recorded this message, uh, but please do me a favor. Tell somebody to catch the broadcast. I don't care where you at, what city, what state. We got uh, a few listening out of town, in town, and across town. So whatever. Tell them whatever time you hear in this broadcast. Tell them to uh, tune into the broadcast. Amen. I would appreciate it. And I'm also you can catch me on uh, uh, Facebook every Tuesday night. We're going through the Bible uh, through First Epistle of John, uh, chapter by chapter, uh, whatever the whole thing. Uh, so uh, if you have any questions, though. Feel free to call me once the broadcasts go on at 404-293-7557. I'll be more than happy. Leave your name and number. I'll be more than happy to uh, return your call. Uh, we we'll are believing God to do some things even the more. Amen. But I have to be real. Amen. I want God to lead me. I don't want to do things myself. I did things before going ahead of God. Yeah, some was blessed, some was not. And see, nowadays, uh, you got to be uh, what uh, on top of your game, I guess you would say, whatever you're doing. Uh, I want to be led of God. And so him leading me, that's what I'll know that I must do. Amen. Praise God. So let us hear from you now. Uh, uh, back to Second Thessalonians, the second uh, chapter. And I'm just going to read two back over since we had a break there. And uh, it says that ye be not soon shaken in mind. A lot of people's giving up. A lot of people is saying, how come God ain't blessing me with this? And how come God ain't blessing me with that? See, you have to look at Joseph. Pick you out somebody in the Bible. I I will suggest that. Pick out somebody in the Bible that's closest to your life and what you are going through with. And let the Lord minister to you through that person, and you will not be in the position of worrying about this and worrying about that, and it will be so much easier on you because you can see the results. Uh, Nobody don't want to pick out Job now. I mean, come on, let's be real. Uh, Job lost his whole family, and then his wife even uh, told him, look, curse him and die. You know, don't 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 just be holding on in the mirror So I don't know too many people. I know I don't want to go through what Joe went through. Uh, I have went through with uh, one of my biblical people uh, person in the Bible, and because I went through some of the things that he went through, then I'm able to identify and wait on God, in spite of how it looks. I know God will see me through. He said he have no respect to the person. And I constantly remind him that, God, you said in your word that you have no respect to person. So I'm trying to find out why I'm uh, uh, going through this situation. What, show me the good in it. Just show me the good. That's all I'm asking. Show me the good. And then he always show me. The good because it got that the, the trouble got me from one thing to another thing. I was, I, I can remember a certain thing that took place in my life, and I say, God, I don't see no good in this. I, this thing, it just got me devastating, and I know that's not in your will. And the Lord let me know, oh, guess what? You get up early. You get up at five o'clock every seven days a week and call on my name. Guess what? If nothing else, you got, you got it. That, and I say thank you, Jesus. So sometimes we have to. We old oh, saying: uh, you uh, can question Him, uh, you can ask God a question, but you can't question Him uh what's going on in your life. Amen. Because, see, who is you? He'll tell you like he told Joe, were well, you there when I did this, when I planted that? So I say, no, no, no. Who am I to say uh, this or to say that? But anyway, let me, let me, let's get back to this because I want to get to a point uh, For my time ran on ran now. It says uh, that you may not so shaken in mind. Don't let nobody steer you from what God has put in your spirit to go it do it might not be good for them but it's helping you so if it's helping you you need to stand on that yes stand on that and then it says uh don't be shaken in mind nor be troubled neither uh in mind uh or trouble neither by spirit nor by words. See if you get either one of them messed up. Your words, you don't know. You don't know the word. You know, and and, and people say, well, you know what? I can't remember the word like I used to. I used to remember. No, what it is, you ain't uh, reading and studying like you used to. You're older, so it's going to take more studying time. It's going to take more time to repeat. And even if you have to write the scripture down on a uh, piece of paper and put it in your pocket and every now and again pull it out and say, oh, thank you, and quote it, you'll say, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And you'll see how things will begin to change. Why? Because you're sacrificing by word, you're sacrificing by the Spirit, and you're sacrificing by your mind because you're renewing your mind with the Word of God. It's nor by letter. Don't get somebody to tell you, honey, uh, I, they got a new movement. I, I, I say it's new to me that they are talking about. Everybody ain't no black American, ain't no african America, whatever they call it. No, some of us, uh, we was here when uh, Christopher Columbus came on the ship, and when they started bringing in slaves, we was already here. We was Indians and this and that. Believe us, you can be whatever. You can be an African-American. You can be a Negro. You can be colored. You can be a uh, 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 just a man or a woman, it don't matter. You need to be saved. That's the key word, okay? So he's saying, don't let nobody trouble you in man because people are, hey, are you confused. Well, we can't follow that white man book and that book been translated so many times. Oh, man, you it ain't true. Uh-uh. Well, anything you read, believers, uh, spiritual things, it's been translated. So what, what are you talking about? It's enough in this Bible to save you, to deliver you, and set you free. I believe that wholeheartedly. And it goes on to say, by uh, letter, uh, uh, and say for us as the day of the Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive deceive you by any means. See, what, what we are saying, peoples are being deceived left and right because they're grabbing hold to this. They're grabbing hold to want to be a five percenter. They're grabbing hold, want to be this, and want to be a Jehovah Witness, want to be a Muslim, want to be a Mormon, all this stuff. They're just pulling one scripture if you repent and have a broken and a contrite spirit, God will not despise that. I promise you, you get broken and tell the Lord you want to be obedient to the direction that he would have you to go. Ask you to lead me in this confusion time and, and, and he will bless you. No question in my mind, he will keep you because you present yourself unto him. And it goes on to say, let no man deceive you by any means for the day shall not come except there be a, there, there coming a fall a, a falling away. That's what it is, believe. Look at the church. Now, you're you saying the father, brother, they can be going to church I done read plenty of times you, uh, Matthew, said many will come in my name and say, Lord, Lord, and and listen, and shall not enter into the kingdom of God. He says, some gonna say I prophesied. So they saying they got a direct line from God. They are preaching. They are uh, prophesying, telling you what thus says the Lord. Then some say, well, I did many wonderful words And guess what? He will say, I know you not. I don't even know who you is. All this that you're saying, I'm sorry. I don't know you. Why? Because people, let me tell you something. If you truly love the Lord, you love the Lord because of, he have given you, he has transformed your life, and you have repented of your sins, and you're ascribing to be obedient. You're not just a one-day saint. You're not just a, a three-time-a-year saint. You know, you go on Mother's Day, you go on uh, Christmas, and you go on Easter. That's about it. But guess what? God loves you unbearable, unchallenge. how much he loved you. Because even when you weren't even worthy to be loved, he loved you. All right, whom, whom opposes and examines himself above all that, listen, all that is called of God uh, that is worship so that he as God sitting in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. You say no brother Webb people don't do that. Uh, Everybody want to point back to Jim Jones. Uh, It's so many people's done left the scriptures. Listen, I'm I'm serious now. I'm serious about it. if so many people don't left the scripture, you can say, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Well I, I I don't know, but I just I'm just being led of the Spirit. Well how come the Spirit is leading you to do the opposite? Look how many people observe Easter. Look how many people observe Christmas and say that's Christ's birthday. How many people you say that they tell you that he was crucified on Good Friday and rose on Sunday morning? How many people believe that and allow the preachers to change that and set that in your mind? So he's sitting as God, but he's giving you uh, totally nothing from the book. He couldn't show you, he couldn't prove it to you if you paid him a million dollars. Not, not in that teaching on, like I said, on whether uh, that Christ was born in December. Uh, he couldn't tell you that, not, not from the Scripture. But he could tell you when Christ was born in the latter part of September, 1st of October, now, he could do that because you got Scripture to validate that. But what I'm saying now, believers, what I'm saying that there is no way that you can keep doing these things, and you say, well, he ain't sitting there as God. Well, if he's changing the Word, if he's changing the Word, if you know that the Word is saying some one thing and he's saying something else, who, who don't overrode the Word? You're not believing the Word, but you believe in Him. So He's sitting in the temple as God. Amen. And, and you're addressing Him as God because you're going along with it. And all the debate and all of this means nothing. And then it says, remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And I'm saying that now. I'm not with you. I'm on the radio. You're hearing me. Just the saying as I was at your house or in your car or in wherever you hear me. So what I'm saying, we got to grab hold to the God's word and be that individual chosen and called by God. And believe the Bible, don't just believe, brother. Where? Oh no, no, no! I can I can give you scripture on when he was crucified, when he was resurrected. I wouldn't have to go out the Bible; you would read it. I can give you scripture that he was born around October, September. But uh, you would have to you. I can let you read it. But see, it ain't about you showing. Oh, somebody that uh, that happened, yeah, I'm able to show them, but that ain't gonna do no good because that person gonna get other doctoring from where they getting it at. So it would last for a minute, and and, and it was it'll be uh, what don't dumb down. It won't even mean nothing after a while. They'll, sit, they'll say, oh, it don't really mean nothing. Uh, well, it is. We know he risen. I've heard people to say that. Well, it don't matter. But why do you celebrate Friday for Good Friday and Sunday morning before daybreak, you say he risen? And, and I'm just saying, believer, we as peoples of God, we should be one to know the truth about what we are standing on, about what somebody is saying of what they're not saying. It ain't about trying to win this group or win that group. No, no, no. It ain't about that. It's about you being humble yourself to say, I'm going to obey God. I'm going to obey the Scripture. And when you obey the Scriptures, then guess what? That's the beginning of your wisdom because the Bible will lead and guide you and let you know that it's time to bring forth a transformation. It's time for you to stand on the word, not stand on what somebody else saying, but what the word of God. The sixth verse says, And now ye know that I'm sorry, ye know what with uh what is holding that he might be received in his time, for the mystery of iniquity does already work only let only let he whom now uh, letter uh, ladder and let until he be taken out of this way. Uh, believers we got to do something we got to start reading why don't you set aside now we do this I I, I like a little program and I don't get to watch it every night I mean every Monday night I like um, the what they call it, the weakest link that's that's the only modern picture that I watch Everything else is old school stuff that was played <laughs> uh, uh, way back when I was a kid. So I look at, you know, like the Beverly Hill, Billy, and the Griffin and stuff like that. But here's what I'm saying that I look forward for 10 o'clock, need to be asleep because I got to get up at a certain time, but I stay woke. Patiently to watch that uh, the weakest link. Now, do I do that for the Bible? I must admit, I do that for prayer. But for the Bible, I says, "Oh, uh, let me see. I, I, I'll go. I'll start at twelve, or I start at one today because I I wanted to see something on the news. I wanted to do that." Then I'll start. But guess what? When we love him, we want to spend time with him. Nobody loves somebody. And after a while, it will become that they are not together. Why? Because he or she did not want to spend valuable time. Now, how is it that we say that we love Christ and we don't set aside Valuable time to study. Oh, no, not according to Brother Ware time, not according to somebody else's time, but according to your time. What time do you sit aside? How is it that you can say, the Lord, uh, I'll do this and I'll do that, and then time you start doing it, the phone call will come, the, the, uh, the something will show up. You know why? Because the devil don't want you to know the truth. I'm telling you, if we're going to be the disciple that God have called us, we need to set <clears throat> aside a time for him that's different from everybody else, whatever else he's doing. You know, I, I know a, uh, a mother. I know a mother. Uh, she always read at if, if you call her at eight, uh, she ain't talking to you. Why? Because she's reading her Bible. That's her Bible time. Uh, if you call her, I think it's around one or two. I, I don't know the exact time. Uh, she she ain't answering the phone. She'll let it go to the an answer machine, and she'll call you back and say, "Oh, I was I was studying." I was letting the Lord minister to me uh, through his word. And I thought, wow, that is how we all should be. Every one of us that have a relationship, a uh, woman, if you have a relationship with a man, man, if you have a relationship with a woman, you want that individual to spend time. Oh, yes, you do. So, how in the world we can say that we really have a good relationship with Christ, but we don't want to spend time. We don't want to take off uh, our valuable time. We got something planned for that. We go to fellowship, as I said, and we get out of fellowship within an hour or an hour and a half, whatever how long, then we are fellowshipping one with another so that, to be truthful, what we heard, uh, and I, I not just one. I did it before. Ask people. Well, what was the message? You know what? I got the, I wrote it down. I, I but I don't. I, I can't remember right now. And these ain't old people. Now I do know some old people say that as well, but these are young people that saying I can't remember what it was about. Why? because your interest is not there. Let me close it by saying to you, look at the athlete. Now, the talk round now is football, football, football. So guess what? By everybody getting into football, football, we don't have time to want to talk about anything else. But what I want you to do is set aside a time that you can be with you and the Lord, even reading the Word or listening as you read it or whatever, but give God a special time in your life, and you will see that the different will come forth, and you will shine as you grow in Him. Father, we thank You. Father, we praise You. Father, we truly honor You and all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Father, I ask you to bless every heart uh, that heard the word, God, that it might stir them up in these last and evil days. God, that they may grab hope to you and seek out your will, your way in their life. And, Father, we just praise you for all that you're doing to those that love you and going to set aside that time as Christ told the disciples, Lord, we believe that you will do it. We will not go to sleep. Remember God in our trying times to learn more about you. Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We honor you, Lord, in Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, I was just thinking about, yeah, but uh, when you get a chance, you can look at it. I'm not going back there. My time is running out. But here's what, you notice that Peter and James Nim was willing to fight. They was willing to fight for their Lord and Savior. They wanted to fight for the Messiah. They wanted to fight uh, to protect him, but guess what? He asked them, "Would you all come and watch while I pray?" And you see what happened? They went to sleep. Jesus came back and said, "Wait a minute, y'all couldn't watch for one hour, just one hour, and you sleeping?" And he went back and he came back. He said, "Wait a minute." y'all sleep, and for one hour now, why? They said the the uh, the body, uh, the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. So they would able, they wouldn't even watch for one hour. So now, check your life out. Are you able to watch for one hour? Are you able to go forth? And be all that God have called you to be. Do you have that mindset? That mindset to be able to stand and cry out to God. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm believing God going to wake some of you up this day. And that you will be everything that he called you to be. Amen? Amen. Listen. Let us hear from you. 404 293 Seven five five seven. That's four four two nine three seven five five seven. Remember that, Brother Ware says that you don't have the problems that you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. God bless you.